Coming to you from the great state of Wisconsin, this is a CS27 Studios production. You're listening to the Binary Brothers Podcast featuring Ryan and Clay. It's time now to open your ears and prepare your mind because life's too short to be constrained in black and white. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Ryan and Clay. Hello, welcome to Binary Brothers Podcast. This is episode 15, big one five. I think that's... What what kind of anniversary is that? Is uh, a, I don't know. Is it like they, the diamond anniversary? What did is you it? know that there's like traditional anniversaries and like new anniversaries? That like sounds like a marketing scheme to me. I'm pretty sure it is, but it's like let's like, let's see anniversary. Like a hallmark marketing scheme. Yeah, because I was like looking up anniversary gifts her for my wife, and you it's would. like oh here's anniversaries by year. Because I just thought like jokingly i would get her something that was along the traditional lines i found out that there's like old the old traditional ones and there's like a new list apparently i don't know it's it was different like they're different things like paper cotton what do we got 15 it's crystal crystal Ooh, this is the crystal episode here crystal yeah nice if you weren't aware already i am clay and my co-host is ryan that's me. That's that me. Is, I'm over here looking yeah. up anniversaries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here we are, ready to do our crystal anniversary episode. Oh, yeah. And what are we going to do it on? What's the topic? We, we're going to talk about, uh, like, monopolies. Oh. And just, like, companies. There's been a couple major mergers announced recently. So we're, we're kind of going to touch on those and the idea just of companies controlling a lot of things. All in one go, so maybe too much power in one area. We'll we'll get into that later, though. Oh sure. Yeah. First, we gotta we gotta do some important things first. We gotta warm the people up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Can't just can't just go straight into something big. We gotta you know make sure we stretch, get our muscles loosened. Right. Yeah, the most important pulling, thing. Pulling things here is to stretch. Yes. Before and after athletic activity or podcasts. Mostly podcasts, though. Mostly podcasts. Yeah. I spent an entire semester at Ripon stretching, basically, for an elective and got credit for it. I, I both paid for and got credit for stretching. It was a whole thing. Well, I bet, yeah. you're, I bet you were pretty flexible after that. I was pretty flexible. I was flexible. I was loose. I was relaxed. I was ready. It was football season, oh, yeah. so it was convenient. Yeah. You can't get enough stretching in. No, you cannot. You know? You can't be too loose. No. Uh, no such thing. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's get the people into our heads. Let's get them into our minds. Let's hear kind of what's going on. What? Let's start with jams. What's your current jam? What are you listening jams. to these Jams. You know, um, I was I was actually kind of talking to some people. I was trying to get um, I was trying to get them into Jimmy Eat World. You know? Yeah, they but, have a new song out recently. I have no idea. I think so because I I listen to like an alternative, like yeah. a mix thing, and it, they've been on it. So I think it, I think they've got a new song. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I mean, like I was trying to, I was trying to get them into it, but they, they said they kept saying they just didn't really like them all, all that much. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just told them to just try and keep listening to them. You know, just give it a go. You know, you can't, you can't judge it by maybe the first couple of things you hear. 
It just takes some time, you know. I'm now. I'm really interested in the, whether or not they have a new song out. Just uh, keep searching. Uh, I'm I'm searching. It just takes some time. <laughs> I'm I'm unsure. Honestly, that was the, that was the whole thing about that. I didn't I didn't actually. That was a false story. Fake news. Fake news. I just wanted to tell oh. that joke. Quite quite appropriate at this yeah. point. Yeah. Il Presidente. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> He was in town. That's uh that's what he's getting at. Um no yeah, I haven't really been listening to Jimmy World. I just wanted to <laughs> throw that punchline out of uh it just takes some time. It just takes some time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh what have I been listening to? Let's see. I actually Oops. have been I've been listening to a lot of just uh, just some oldies, like classics, you know? Just, what, uh, what like, of just a variety of the types of, like the types of songs that you'd hear in those like Viagra commercials, you know, those road trip <laughs> old men songs. The you know thing is, is I can just, I can hear exactly what you're talking about and I'm sure the listeners can too. Yeah. It's, we know. The so, second you said Viagra commercial... Yeah. <laughs> Those old school classic dad rock jams. That's basically what I've been listening to recently. That's solid. Yeah. You can't really go wrong. Yeah. I have no regrets about it. I <laughs> no I regrets. dig it actually, you know? I'm starting to get to that age. I'm almost there, Ryan. You're almost there. You're just not all that interested in the newer music. You know, it's, it's not, like, I don't really like the newer dad jams, you know? You already know what you like. Yeah. So, you know, why throw some stuff in the mix that could just, just be discomfort for your ears, just right? Just the tried and true stuff, you know? Uh, I don't necessarily want to listen to whatever's going on today. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to listen to some Journey, you know, and some some Boston. Boston? Some Boston. Where's your wicked Boston accent, Tom Brady? <laughs> That's amazing. If you if if you have never seen that video, there's a video someone made it, and so I think it was like "Funny or Die," um, yeah. And they made it. It's like Tom Brady in California at some clothes store, and the the guy in the store is just like, "Where's your wicked Boston accent?" And he's like, "I I was raised here. This is where I'm from. I'm from right. California. <laughs> raised raised in California. Went to Michigan, University of Michigan, right." No. You're not going to get too thick of a Boston accent from that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you? What have you been jamming out to? Oh man. So there's been there's been a few things that have come out since our last episode that I've been I've been listening to in pretty good rotation, but I'm I'm going to pick a song this time because you okay. know I, I typically pick, you know, an album, you know, I'm normally on top of the new releases. Sure. And I I want to listen to that new stuff, but I'm going to pick a new song that came out recently, actually. And it's a, it's a, it's a new version of a classic song. It's in cold blood by Mm. Alt J. So we we were talking about this a little bit before we started the show. Um, I sung sung a bit of a different Alt J song. You asked, who is that? It's Alt J. (laughs) But in cold blood is, is a song that I, I loved when it came out. I love Alt J as a band in general. I'm pretty sure. I saw them at Lollapalooza one year, or maybe I'm just imagining that. 
but uh, maybe both. Either way, right? So I I love them as a band in general. And the other day, like I said, I've been listening to that that new alternative mix, and this came out, and it's it's a new version. It's a Twin Shadow version. Don't know who Twin Shadow is. Looked him up. Um, some guy. He does stuff. Dominican American singer songwriter and record producer apparently. So that's him, and it's it's a new version where they kind of they kind of get a little bit distorted and robotic on on the chorus as it's like a new version of it. Um, and the first verse is Pusha T actually doing a verse, Ooh. so it's a it's a rap verse in the first verse. Right. So it was, it was just a really interesting version of the song. You know, I like the twist on the chorus, the different sound to it. I like the addition of Pusha T. I liked his his new album that he came out with recently, Daytona. So that's overall been a song that I keep going back to, you know, over these last few weeks. It's it's been solid. Catherine hated it. She, <laughs> she heard it. She's like, what is that? Why does it sound like this? And I appreciated it because I, I remember the original song and I'm like, oh, this is a nice twist on it. And she was like, nope, change it. <laughs> But I suggest if you're a fan of Alt J, if you like the song in Cold Blood, if you maybe even if you don't like rap, give the new the new Twin Shadow version of In Cold Blood a shot. Well, right. I mean, Alt Alt J isn't really a not a rap band, so. Oh no, not by a long shot. Right. They're an alt indie band. If if you've never listened to Alt J before, I can definitely suggest them. I I love them. Good old, good old fellows from Leeds, England. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Wikipedia up right in front of me. Nice. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, one of the weird things about British bands, and um, no, I just saw one of the one of these British bands not too long ago. They opened for Queens of the Stone Age. And yeah. Now I'm just blanking on their name. That's kind of <laughs> just that's pissing me off. Um. But it's funny because, like, they don't sing. Is speaking of you know accents, they don't really sing in a British accent. Yeah, it's interesting. You're like, oh, these guys are cool, and then they, you know, then the lead singer actually starts talking in between songs. Like, oh my god, you're not from <laughs> here. You're not from around what here. What is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's always that's one of those things that always surprises me. You know, you hear a lot of bands, and you know, if you see them live or you watch a live video, you might catch that that in between songs you're like whoa did not expect that person to be british right or whatever you know see you can say the same with um some actors too or actresses yeah it has just thrown me off that you know you watch a movie and someone has you know a really good american accent or vice versa a british accent or any accent in general it's like oh that's an american person just pretending bravo I've also I've also heard some like rough rough accents in acting now, not not great. Like Red Sparrow, it just felt like it was off and on. Sorry, I'm trying to I'm trying to search for that <laughs> darn band's name. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone down the rabbit hole. Okay, he's he's down the rabbit hole. Let me just tell you guys that I watched Red Sparrow. It was it was a decent movie, but 
Jennifer Lawrence's Russian accent just seemed like it was there sometimes and not there other times. So that's that's my takeaway. But either way, yeah, like you can catch it every once in a while in in some artist songs. I forgot um, what song it was. It it goes like, "I love you. Will you marry me?" or something, and it you can tell from like the way he says love. You know, you're from somewhere in Europe or whatever. But there's a lot of times you just can't tell that someone's from somewhere else. You know, acts it's it's weird. Sing when people sing. Accents just don't translate. It always always flabbergasts me. I find that a lot though with um, with Americans doing British accents aren't always the greatest. True, but coming other going the other way is where where it really tricks you. Because there's a lot of British actors that basically have to not sound British to get big roles right. in American television or, or film, right? Yeah. Um, unless they're like a, you know, a big baddie, right? Oh, yeah. Then they have to sound British. Yeah, you got your classic villains yeah. that it's like, oh, yeah, the villain is definitely British. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't think I'm going to find him. Are you sure, though? I mean, I haven't really been really looking for him all that closely. It's been really, really shoddy Googling on my part. Your Google foo is not strong. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not putting a whole lot of effort into it. But there was an attempt. There was an attempt. <laughs> Wasn't greatest. I won't one say my, I'm proud of it. One but... of my favorite subreddits. There was an attempt. <laughs> There are a lot of good subreddits out there. There's a lot of good random subreddits. Especially children falling over. That's probably my favorite. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Not because I want to see children getting hurt or anything, because most of the time they're just fine. Right. Kids are resilient. Yeah. But it's just it's just fun. Kids fall over in funny ways. They do. They very <laughs> they very well do. Alt-J was definitely at Lollapalooza in 2015. So uh, that's probably when I saw him. Did it. Let's see. So, is there anything you're really looking forward to, though? Oh man, uh, it's kind of, kind of slow right now. If we're being honest, there's not, yeah, there's not a lot going on. the The closest thing happening that I'm a bit excited for is, you know, a, a mini road trip. I guess you'd say for uh, for a game we have. So oh, yeah. we're we're going up to Door County. To play Door County Destroyers, way up there, eh? Way up there. So they they actually play in uh, Bailey's Harbor, I think. So it's it's up there, and me and a couple guys from the team, a couple of the other linemen, are gonna go up, and we're gonna you know stay overnight so that we don't have to drive you know three and a half hours on game day, and we don't have to drive back after. So that's gonna be fun. It's always a good time when we carpool together. So. There should be some some shenanigans, some good stories, the old the old riffs, whatnot. But that's uh, that's that's about it. There's not. I don't really have too much else, you know, scheduled coming up. In general, speaking of Lollapalooza, that's I'm going again this year. But that's that's not for another few weeks. Yeah, I was gonna say when is that? 
That's uh, second through the fifth. So they they used to only do it three days. Um, they used to do it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but then for their 25th anniversary, they expanded it to four days. So going to that again, taking a few days off work, relaxing, hanging out, seeing a bunch of bands. I'm I'm pretty excited for that just because, like, you – one of my favorite things about Lollapalooza is going there and seeing, you know, the random people at like 1 p.m., you know, the first shows of the day that they're just like small bands that are happy to be there or whatever, just like aren't popular at all or you've never heard of. I love going to see just random bands and seeing, you know, what they're like. And I've discovered bands that I, I still like to listen to today from going to see early shows at Lollapalooza. So that's something I'm looking forward to in general. But other than that, it's it's pretty pretty slow time of the year for me, and that's probably because you know I got a lot of football going on, so I can't make too many plans. Yeah, are you um, are you going to Summerfest here? Are you gonna? Is there I a certain band you're looking forward to if if you are going, or are you just gonna be have... like you do at Lollapalooza and and uh, just see what's there? I do want to go at some point during this run because I, I think pretty sure I missed it entirely last year but I want to go at some point and probably just wander around like you said and see some some different bands I'm I haven't looked up at all who's there so I have no idea who's playing so I I but I'd be perfectly happy you know paying to get in and just wandering around having some food and yeah. seeing whatever random bands so sure but yeah I don't I I do want to go because you know you, you can't really miss the opportunity to go to one of the biggest music festivals and whatnot it's it's so convenient because we're we're here we're right here yeah (laughs) yeah so you might as well but uh no i'm not necessarily looking forward to anyone in particular yeah same here not really didn't really see anyone i really cared to see all that much yeah um the only the only band might be like greta van fleet who are basically a Led Zeppelin ripoff, but oh really? Yeah, they sound they sound exactly like Led Zeppelin, which <laughs> I like. So, <laughs> like, I don't care if they're ripping off them. Like nobody else is doing that sound nowadays. But he like I when I first heard one of their songs on the radio, I was like, oh, this is a Led Zeppelin song I've never heard before. <laughs> I literally thought that. And then I looked it up. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> literally sounds exactly like robert plant yeah royal blood's the name of the band by the way royal blood yep i feel like i've listened to some stuff by them probably they were head or they were uh opening for queens of the stone age when i went to see I, them but i have definitely listened to royal blood because yeah, i i recognize their album cover yeah they they got some good stuff it's crazy because so like that singer they're from they're from britain from across the pond yes Um, if you will yeah so that kind of led into that story we talked about earlier i was like oh i did not know that he was not from america (laughs) but um it's a it's a two-piece band it's uh it's this the front man and a drummer that's it and it's not to the white stripes yeah very similar except different from the white stripes is the front man on royal blood plays a bass guitar Dude, so they only have a bass guitar and a drum. That's and what he can make that bass guitar sound like is pretty awesome. Slapping the bass, man. Yeah, 
It's pretty. It's pretty nuts. You gotta slap a little bass every once in a while. Just a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. I love. There was there was a band that I saw one time that uh, their their front man was the bassist. And I just thought that was interesting because you know that's that's atypical. Yeah, like, right. In general, but it's cool to see to see that or to know that Royal Blood's a a two piece and that their front man's the bass the bassist. Yeah, that's I was cool. I was absolutely dumbfounded when I when I saw that. I'm like, where are the where are the guitarists? <laughs> where are the... Excuse me, sir. I think this is a rock show. I'm, I'm sorry. I I didn't know you could do that with a bass. <laughs> That's, speaking of, I didn't know you could do that with the bass. There was someone, some EDM artist said, "Oh, there's no way that a person, like any human being, could create the, you know, the bass line that I created." That was, with that stuff. was Dead Mouse. Was it Dead Mouse? Yeah, it was Dead Mouse. And then some guy got on YouTube and was just like, "Please yeah. shut up!" And just like slapped <laughs> it out, just immediately, just destroyed it. And he's like, "Remember." where you get your inspiration remember <laughs> that people have done these things before you and will continue to yeah i i, I think dead mouse uh <laughs> con- i, I want to say congratulated him but definitely um yeah gave him props after that but yeah that was kind of a silly thing yeah <laughs> oh yeah yep sure was yeah i know i know my random stuff hell yeah you you know you know your internet memes, if you will. Mm, I'm a meme lord. <laughs> what are you? What are you excited about, man? What do you? You got anything coming up? No, nothing really. No, just hanging uh, out. Yeah, just hanging out. You know, doing the whole summer thing. Really, that's kind of it. Summers, summers, summer's nice, happening. Man. It's getting warm out again. It Even is. This this weekend's gonna be a hot one. Oh yeah, sure is. But yeah, I think I think uh, I want to try and I want to try and hit Summerfest at some right. point. Just well, to... You're gonna have to let me know because I don't really want to do Summerfest alone. So yeah, we can go. We can go hang out. We can yeah, we'll go chill. Little little walk around. Yeah, you know, get some get some bombers. Get some bombers. What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bombers down there. Do they really? Yeah, they have AJ Bombers down. I did not know that. Summerfest grounds. Hell yeah, dude! I love AJ Bombers. Oh, I've gone there. I've gone there recently, a couple times. Well, I mean, they're right by where I work. Yeah. But um, especially with like the World Cup going on, they have the games on there. So I'll just go there for lunch and watch a little bit of the game, whatever game's on. Who's winning the match? Who's winning the match? (laughs) I see Germany is not winning any matches anymore (laughs) really yeah the defending champs are out they didn't even make it past the group stage that's pretty rough pretty rough you know not really kicking the ball all that well nowadays you gotta get it into the net that's the primary goal (laughs) i did uh i don't understand they just they just make groups groups is how they do it i don't understand how work yeah so like all the different continents have their own like qualification to get into the world cup so you have a certain amount of teams from every continent essentially and then they randomly uh just pool these teams into groups Mm. and there's so many groups and then the top two um in each group at the end of the group stage 
uh, advances to the knockout round, which is essentially just a single elimination 16-team okay. tournament. Um, and that's really all it is. But oh. Yeah, USA did not even qualify for the World Cup. That was like the first time in a long, long time. That's, that's like, rough. I think like the early 90s, I want to say. Jeez. So, yeah. But we're we're hosting the next one. And then not the next one. Ah, 2026. Damn. Yeah, that's what so I meant. 2022 is going to be in Qatar, which has got all these scandals because of slavery. <laughs> because they're forcing people to build all these garbage stadiums yep, and stuff? That, that, they, that will never abandoned. be used after the games. Yes. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. And it's it's all Qatar is literally like a desert. So yeah. you're just building all this random stuff in the <laughs> desert. Like so what, what they're actually switching they're they're switching the World Cup to being like in the winter for, for that one. Just because of how freaking hot it is in Qatar. <laughs> like the whole thing is pretty much a joke. There's a lot of bribery to get the games in the World Cup in Qatar. Because the FIFA, or not FIFA, yeah, it is FIFA. Because FIFA is a monopoly. Monopoly. Basically yeah, control a, international football. Got a stranglehold on football. That's the... What does FIFA stand for? It's, it's French. Federation They're based in International France. International de Football Association. Yeah. Nice. Did you know... Uh, Probably. That the, okay, so the 1994 World Cup was in the U.S. Was in the U.S. Did you also know? Probably. That I have a 1994 USA World Cup uh, wallet. Mm, I did not know that. You did not know that because that is a useless fact. <laughs> also, it'd be kind of creepy if I did. It'd be, yeah, it'd be, you know, the only way you would know that had you been to seen the wallet laying around because for some reason I had it out. <laughs> Maybe I wanted to brag about owning this wallet. <laughs> Don't know why. Would you like to see my wallet? Uh, by the way, uh, here's my TV, my computer, mm-hmm. my 1994 USA World <laughs> Cup wallet. Yes, it does have Velcro. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> the best quality Velcro for the time. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 1994 Velcro. You know, <laughs> take it or leave it. Whatever you want. It gets the job done. It does. But yeah, monopolies. Let's let's get into this main let's, topic. Let's, let's talk okay. about monopolies. Talk about what's going on. So, you know, I I thought of kind of talking about this because of a couple big mergers or acquisitions that have happened recently. Um, the most recent one, I guess, getting approved like basically yesterday, um, maybe two yesterday? days ago. It was it was Disney. Disney got approval from the DOJ to acquired 21st century fox really yes so they finally they got this. the approval there it's uh from what i'm reading you know it's it's not a done deal yet but the doj is not gonna the, going to block it oh no because they don't care about it anymore they don't care oh, yeah. about monopolies yeah. protecting consumers yeah so like at this point uh disney already owns espn Oh yeah, right. And um, they they own Marvel. They do, and Star Wars, and Star Wars. Which 
So even though uh, Han Solo movie didn't do all that well, yeah, Solo they didn't still do made well. bank because of Marvel. Right. I actually haven't seen Han Solo yet, so I need to do. I'm that. I'm honestly willing to go see it a second time. I yeah, honestly, I think like I don't even know if it's in theaters still. I don't, like, I don't know <laughs> if it if they don't do well, they don't last long. Or um, on the flip side, you get. You get Black Panther that was still in theaters when the DVD came out. Oh, that's that's interesting. So that was that was impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I want to see I want to see Han Solo. Yeah. And I've heard you know I've heard people say it's actually a decent movie. Don't the, the only issue with with that Han Solo movie that I've had is just essentially the timing of it. Like it, it's just it was just too soon. Yeah, to come out was... with another Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's uh, at that's least a for thing. me. That's like a personally. That's a, a side effect, I think, of of these like these companies owning so much and being able to you know pump out. So like Disney's a powerful company. Yeah, and you know when you own Lucasfilm and Marvel and all that stuff, it's like you can just pump out as much as you want because you've got so much power. You can streamline the process. You know, that's. I think I, I agree. I think one of the things that hurt came out too soon after the Last Jedi, and that it came out really close to to Infinity War. If they would have just released it in December, like they had all the other Star Wars movies recently, yeah, it it probably would have done awesome. Probably would have killed and because it's... that's what people they think Star Wars and December nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> it's definitely maybe not the best move. No, definitely but, not. But acquiring 21st Century Fox, solid move for Disney as a company. You know, it's it's good for them. They you can't at being Disney, you know, all powerful as they are already, you can't be mad about owning, you know, more content creation and more content distribution. Right. Companies, right? Right. I'm never I'm not really ever like against I don't want like I, I don't I don't get mad at companies trying to, you know, increase their you know, their revenue or their stake in the market share. Right. Right. Because that's that's business, right, in a capitalist society. You're you're trying to <laughs> try to make money. Right. That's that's the point. The keeps the place going. Yeah. The issue with Monopolies is not necessarily the companies that are, you know, trying to go after it. It's it's the the lack. Well, nowadays the lack of uh, resistance they get for yeah. it now. Yeah, I mean it, it. Honestly, with a with a switch of regime, if you will, there's like there has been less pushback on things like this. You know, it's been issues people. People have been talking about trying to do things like this for years. I know, like, AT&T and T-Mobile, you know, wanted to yeah. merge a while ago. And people are like, nope, can't do that. It'll it'll create not enough competition, which is which is the point. That's another big aspect of America and this kind of capitalist thing is that there should be and there needs to be competition. Right. Right. That's how capitalism and, works. <laughs> and the problem is that if companies own too much of a pipeline or own too too many things right it becomes not competitive it's it's hard to compete with a company 
that can coordinate, you know, from production to literally streaming the content that, uh, you know, a new show or a new movie or something, right? Like it's, it's a lot harder for someone to piece together the, the production company, the, so everything else, the actors, all the stuff that you be able to get it going and then get the infrastructure, get someone to, to be able to get it to people. You know, it's a lot harder to piece that together than it is to be like, oh, okay, well, I own X, Y, and Z. And so that way I can get all this stuff done. Right. It makes the barrier to entry uh, too much for for any other companies. Right. But, yeah, and you, and you can also, you can take this and look at it um, at a lot of other places, a lot of different industries. And, and getting back to kind of the whole, um, you know, World Cup talk, you look at sports in general and, and our big major sports, you know, in the U.S., and, and Canada essentially is, you know, they're all monopolies as well, right? right. Um, you look at the teams, you know, say, I'm just going to use like the NFL, for example. You know, you have, you know, 32 teams and they essentially all have monopolies on their area, I is what I'm going to call it, right? So like... Right. The Packers basically have a monopoly on Wisconsin, right? There's not, there really can't be another Wisconsin pro football team that pops up. Yeah, it just, it just wouldn't happen. Right. Uh, first off, the barrier to entry is just too high because the NFL is uh, nine billion, probably more nowadays. Because that, I think that was a long time ago or many years ago. They're nine billion dollar revenue industry. But all these teams are, you know, monopolies themselves. But the thing that the NFL has done and a couple other leagues have done is to make a, a club like Green Bay or or really, I wouldn't, probably Green Bay is not a great example, but maybe a team like, um, uh, like the, now I can't come up with any examples. Um, what teams? <laughs> there are no teams. I do the sports ball. Yeah, the sports. I don't know. Uh, maybe like a team, a team like Buffalo. Let's say Buffalo. Okay. A team like Buffalo. The old Bills. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills. Um, competing against a team like the, you know, the New York Giants. Yeah. Or the Chicago Bears. The big city teams, low small markets competing with big markets. Yeah. One of the things that you know these leagues put into place is salary caps, right, to prevent the big markets from being able to just outspend the smaller markets for players. Yeah. Which is kind of what you look for in kind of all the other industries that have monopolies is some things to make something or these companies kind of on a level playing field. Right. Yeah. And we just, we don't really have that nowadays. We we're, we're just getting all these companies kind of merging, but nobody stepping aside and say, Hey, this is just, this is going a little too far. <laughs> right. Because at, right. at a certain point and whether, you know, whether or not, uh, well, big companies won't won't ever say this, but you get to a certain size, and bureaucracy and you know the corporate just 
politics and games just become too much and you kind of stifle innovation yeah because you don't have to compete anymore you have the market you don't people are gonna buy your products because they essentially have to if they want to consume that you know whatever that industry is yeah it's it's funny like it it does kind of kill like innovation right like you don't nothing's forcing that's the great thing about competition is like when there's more companies, you have someone that has, you know, that different aspect here to their product. There's something that makes it more convenient or faster, or just better in some way. And the the less individual companies you have that are out there competing, the less those big companies have to worry about it, right? Like there's, I don't have to make my product all that much better. People will just use it because they're accustomed to using it or because, you know, it's one of three products out there. You know, like it, it, like if you think about wireless carriers, right? Like there's four major wireless carriers in the US. Yep. And two of them are talking about merging right now again. Uh Um, And it's like you have, if you want serious good coverage, like in most places that you are in, you know, most large cities in most areas, you're, you have to go with one of those three or you, you know, the, those are the ones that are the best. They're going to have the fastest speeds. They're going to have, you know, the best phones or any of that stuff. And it's just, there's there's not all that much room for competition. And then you end up with stuff like AT&T, who on my most recent bill, I don't know if you heard about this. I've heard about it. I haven't looked at my bill because I have a tripled a stupid admin fee. <laughs> tripled. Yeah. They almost tripled an admin fee. Like per line. Yeah. And they're just they're just going to get away with it in general, right? Like people will people are mad about it and they're gonna complain about it, but what are they gonna do? Is anyone honestly going to switch? I because I plan on switching. Really? I mean I Is it I, because of that in general? No. Well, no. I wouldn't say it's because of that in general. I've been looking to switch for a while. Yeah. Could, not nece- not necessarily with anything that like AT and T is necessarily done in terms of you know fees and stuff like that. Yeah. But I want to I want to get to I want to switch to like Google Fi. Yeah, and that's the cool thing, right? Is like competition. Right. You know, it gives you that separate option. You know, Google Fi, like you said, has it has those like separate that different kind of billing and whatnot. That like that's the most attractive thing to me for it. Like if I. The plan that we're on with AT&T now is cool because of the number of people we have and the amount of data we use. Like, it's yeah. solid. But for, like, an individual or for a couple people, and like, Fee has, uh, or Fi, I always forget how it is. Google Fi. Fi, great. Figured it out. You're welcome. Think like a Fi. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they have those sweet way that the data works for a couple people. It's awesome. And it's cool to see a new company, which is, like, it's Google, right? So yeah. it's it's not hard for them to get into any market they want to. Right. Um, so I mean, they own a lot of stuff. Yeah, so they, yes, they, they do. <laughs> they own or do a lot of things, and that makes them, you know, like a threat for competition. You know, like Google came out of nowhere and is just like, yeah, we're gonna be a wireless carrier, and they're they're piggybacking off of other people's networks. Yeah, they're, like, they're in the. Sprint and T-Mobile. They're Sprint and T-Mobile like, together, yeah. right? And then yeah. plus the mix of like Wi-Fi, their Wi-Fi, yeah. right? So they do the thing that T-Mobile does, where they have that seamless handoff between Wi-Fi and um, and actual network stuff. Yeah. But like, that's competition. That's right. That, that kind of 
throws them into the mix and like we said it it's a there's a huge barrier to entry in things like that which is unfortunate but like yeah. people once you can get in that makes it better you know the fact that you're thinking about switching means that AT&T has to do something to make themselves more attractive right well and in this case it it, it takes a, a company like Google to you know pull this off and be that competition yeah but uh, yeah yeah it's it, it's interesting and that's why we kind of went through that huge you know silicon valley boom right with all yeah. the startups and everything because you know especially with how technology just kind of rose exponentially they're created openings in in making you know products better and you saw a lot of companies uh especially especially you know um brick and mortar stores and stuff just going out of business because they just they kind of got complacent and and didn't you know innovate and didn't kind of go with technology right and then you got the guys like amazon who popped up and just basically took over everything just wrecked house right and they're doing a lot. Yes, they now, now they're really freaking huge, right? They're just Whole Foods. Like they just for, bought. Yeah, like for so so they popped up to create competition, and they essentially won, you know, the competition and really created a great choice for consumers, right? Yeah, it's, it's so yeah, they're a monopoly, but like it's like I can get a lot of stuff pretty darn cheap right it's right. pretty it's pretty easy like it doesn't really hurt me all that much to buy from them yeah and but i i think at the same time like that's that is the danger it is of of monopolies right because right. right now you and a lot of people see you know amazon as oh well that's it's super convenient there's so many things with their acquisition of whole foods you know certain markets are getting whole foods discounts now so yep. it would switch who they're going to grocery shop with and all that stuff. And, you know, you know, a few years ago, you never would have thought to yourself that, you know, Amazon is going to make me change where I'm, you know, getting my groceries, you know? Yeah, so well, they still haven't really done that for me. I still go to a grocery store. Well, they don't, they, the whole foods around us don't have, apparently I looked it up. Cause oh, I was like, you. Oh, I was like, Oh, I have prime. You know, it might <laughs> right, be worth yeah. getting the discount to go to like whole foods instead, but it's not in our area. Yeah. It's, not, it's only in some markets. But like that idea is like it's dangerous, right? Because the companies merge, companies become bigger, they have a, a bigger footprint, they own more stuff, and then like they kind of have a, a stranglehold on some things. And before you know it, it becomes you know they raise a price or they do something that because they don't have competition or because they've been the most convenient thing, people are like, ah, oh, well, I I guess like this is just how it is because now they've killed that competition in some way and yeah competition you know, isn't gone though for them oh yeah i mean it's right. it's not gone but like with putting these bigger companies together and them controlling more stuff makes it easier for them to end up doing things right right that that make it not good for the customer in the long run it, well yeah but it's it's right now they're good for the customer customer sorry um, and there's still competition out there, right? Right. So they can't just go and say, just double their prices, raise, yeah. you know, they can't just, 
you know, just increase their admin fee by, you know, triple, right? Triple. You can't just triple it. You can't triple it and, and not, you know, if that happens, then people aren't going to see the, you know, they're not going to see the convenience of Amazon anymore because people go to Amazon to shop or they shop on Amazon because, number one, they find a lot of things cheaper there. Yeah. Right? So if things aren't cheaper on Amazon anymore, I'm just going to run up to, you know, Best Buy or something and grab whatever I want. Yeah. Right. So that's a big thing. Um, and then also, I mean, online, you know, online ordering. But a lot of big places, you know, um, have online ordering. So it's not really that big of a deal. So so Amazon got huge because they're doing things really well, but they can't they're not really all that much of a threat in screwing customers over right now because they can't really, you know, do anything too drastic. Otherwise, they're just going to. There's still they're, enough they're large lose. alternative, right. right? Yeah. For now. And, and that's, you know, for now. Who, that's who the thing. It's like, that's, a, that's a what I'm getting at. Now, is that right? <laughs> it's for now, right? right? You know, at some point it could not be. Like, it for, could. Exactly. For now, like, I I wanted laundry detergent and I, you know, we've talked about it before. I have Google Homes all over my house. And so I'm like, hey, order me some new laundry detergent. And it's all, like, linked to Express, which orders it directly from, like, a Walmart or a Target or something like that, Right. right? Yeah. And just said, hey, I found it from this store, and if you buy this much of it, then it's free shipping. And I'm like, I'm going to need laundry detergent anyways. Right. So I just bought it and got it shipped, you know? And like, so there still are strong alternatives. And again, Google Express being a fairly new person in the market, right? So I, I get what you're saying. Like, there's still, there's still competition. I just think we that, have to like, be careful, though. We have to be careful because it could get to a point one day where it, if stuff becomes too convenient, or we let things get too powerful, then they become, they kill, they could potentially kill the competition, and then they have the power to jack up an admin fee by, fee by three times. AT&T sucks. Right. And, and it, it's at that point, it's at that point where we as people need to recognize it, and also where that's where our, govern, our government steps in, or should step in. Right. Like, a free market capitalism works to a certain extent to a certain yeah. point there are certain things there's some things that just do not work in a free market whether whether you like that idea or not they just do not you run into yeah. a lot of problems you run into right. you know AT&T tripling their admin fees you know I'm you, I'm real salty about it <laughs> hey, come on and switch with uh, to Google Fi with me I I might. I, well, the only that. thing that's preventing me right now from switching is I I need to get a new phone that actually. You gotta live that pixel life. <laughs> well, the pixel three is not out yet. It. Although, loving although it. I'm gonna tell you right now, if the pixel three is a thousand bucks, I'm not buying it. I'm not spending a grand on a phone. I'm sorry. You could not get the thousand dollar version. I know. But that's what I mean. Like I would I would seriously look into getting a a different phone. You can always get the the. I don't know if you like big phones or not. I but like, I don't if you, really like if it was phones. An, if it was an XL versus regular no. Pixel life, right? Like no, not an XL. The smaller the Pixel is going to be inherently cheaper. Like I I think that would probably yeah. top out around a grand. Like I I paid a good chunk for mine, but that's because I got the XL and yeah. I got the the middle tier of storage. 
Yeah, I mean, right now I have a Moto phone, and there's Moto options for Google Fi. So if if the Pixel, if the new Pixel is just too expensive for me, whether it's the XL or the normal size version, I'll probably go with a cheaper Moto phone. Dude, you could always get like the Pixel Twos when the Pixel Three comes out when they kill it. But like, because Pixel Two, it's a solid phone, and they last. I was surprised how far, how long my my six P lasted when I got it. Like that's the a phone that I've had for the longest, and I actually just gave it to Catherine the other day because hers was being trash. But like, that's the getting like a Pixel is the only like one of the few phones that I would suggest getting like a generation old of. Well, that'll happen when the time comes. Yeah, right now, we'll see. Right now, I'm just waiting. It's probably gonna happen more in the fall when the Pixel Three comes out, like Octoberish. Yeah. So AT and T, you are on notice. You have. Not a lot of time left. You have been warned. You have been warned. Lower the fee and How play still going to leave you? because it had nothing to do with the fee anyways. It, it really didn't. There's nothing you can do to keep play. If you if you want – actually, there is. <laughs> okay, okay. They're listening. The, the main reason I want to switch to Google Fi is – so I'm, I, I only have a – I'm a single line plan guy, right? You're a lone wolf. I'm a lone wolf. I don't really need all that much data either because I'm on Wi-Fi all the time, you or a lot of the Wi-Fi. time. So Google Fi switching to that cuts my bill in half. Nice. Like my current bill. So, you can't argue with that. Like if AT&T wants to keep me, cut my bill in half. All right. Not not just for like the first twelve months, right? For forever. Forever, <laughs> right? Do it indefinitely. So after the show, we're going to have to tweet to AT&T, one, yeah. lower that admin fee. Two, Hashtag lower that fee. <laughs> get it. We'll get it trending. We'll get oh, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll get it going. Two. I think it's trending already. Cut Clay's bill in half. Oh, yeah. Hashtag cut Clay's bill. There you go. Perfect. Boom. That's that's exactly it. And we'll get it going. Our fans will definitely retweet. It'll all work out. It's because we have the best fans. The best fans The best fans, the best listeners. I just have nothing. I have nothing bad to say about any of our listeners. I don't think we ever Because there is nothing bad about them. There's nothing bad about them. I I would be spreading fake news if that was the case. If anyone were to trash talk our listeners, I'd be there to defend them. Hashtag fight back. (laughs) We're going to get all the things. Hashtag all the the tags. All the hashtags? I don't know how hashtag, that works. All the tags. Sometimes I hashtag hashtag. Just, Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. Just for just for a laugh. Just for, for a giggle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do that sometimes, you know? Life, yeah. is, life is too serious. Gotta have some fun. Why so serious? But, yeah. Monopolies, man. There's so many... So many companies... Out, like, I... what Another thing that I thought of when I was thinking of ideas here and when we were, we were kicking ideas around about monopolies was a graphic that i saw a couple years ago it's just this post that was a bunch of graphics about what companies own what other companies oh yeah those are always fun to look at and it's just and this one's from like 2014 so it's it's out of date but i'm i'm gonna send it to you real quick and you do I'll, that. I'll tweet it out after the show but like there's all these companies and basically, no matter what you're buying, high end or low end, right, 
in a lot of places like you're you're paying you know consumer goods in here it looks like there's literally seven companies that at the end of the day no matter what you're buying you're you're buying from them right yeah. i was <laughs> i always found it funny back when i was working for um working for footlocker when we'd get complaints about people saying they'll go over to they're going to buy their shoes because uh, because they were pissed off they didn't get the new, newest release, right? Yeah. Like, I'm going to go over and buy my stuff from Champ Sports instead. Like, you go do that, buddy. Cool. So we own that place. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny, funny how that people, works. People just don't know. <laughs> right. Well, that, and that's that's why these big companies do that, though, right? Yeah. It gives it gives the um, the feeling of competition in reality yeah and it's like you companies like you could buy you go to the toilet paper aisle and you yeah, can buy every single the, the lowest terrible toilet paper ever or you can buy ply. the most expensive toilet paper the one ply the single ply the single ply you're a prisoner you get single ply that's it like i feel don't buy single ply treat no treat yourself. if you speaking of speaking of toilet paper if you want to I'm, I'm gonna give you a tip right now ryan if you want right. to trash talk an opponent okay, okay. call him 10 10 ply 10 ply yeah Jeez. you're essentially calling him soft wow yeah i may or may not use that you definitely should or should not use that i might depending on the opponent and how riled up i want to get because every once in a while there's a there's a guy and it's like I don't yeah. want to make this guy all that angry because I don't want to make my job hard. Right, that's true. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Gonna get the job. Pick done. your spots. But yeah. But yeah, the uh, it's like no matter what, you're probably buying your toilet paper from Unilever, right? More mm -hmm. like Johnson and Johnson or Procter and Gamble. Like it yep. doesn't matter which one you choose, your money ends up going to the same place at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's interesting. And again, I'm gonna tweet I'm gonna tweet this article out, but it's just so many like banks. Like financial like there's four there's four major like banks. Yeah. Like that's it. They all got freaking bought out. Yeah, that's like Disney and not bought out, but um bailed out. Bailed out, yeah. That was, that's the word I was looking for. Oh sure. That's the opposite end of the government trying to help out the industry <laughs> or the the market. Yeah, it's funny. it's funny looking at this at this 2014 like graphic here about what companies own what companies because you have two columns here for uh, like media companies. Disney right. owns ABC, ESPN, Pixar, Miramax, and Marvel Studios, right? Yeah. And then on, in another column is Time Warner, and it's like they own CNN, HBO, Time Warner, and Warner Brothers, right? So like right. now that you know, while that company still exists in a way, that logo changes to being AT&T, right? So AT&T owns what's in that Time Warner. Right. And it just puts them on two of these charts now, right? Like, so now they're, now they're like a wireless provider and provider of like other stuff and content creator. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think doesn't Disney own like Hulu? Uh, will, I don't know if they will... completely own Hulu. I think they have a big stake in it, though. Yeah. 
I can't remember if they're majority owner or not. I I believe like last time I looked into it that it was like a majority owner situation. Maybe that was because of mother well, like the merger that was going to Yeah, happen. but they're doing Disney's start they're creating their own their their own streaming platform, right? So that wouldn't Well, they they wouldn't have to. But they if are. They, if they Th- own That's what I'm saying Ooh. like I, that's why I'm saying I don't think they own like a major share or, or like the majority share in Hulu. Well, that's here's here's what it is though, right? Because I think it. it's you got it from you. I got it. I got it pulled up. Is 21st Century Fox owns 30 percent okay. of Hulu? So now Disney owns. Oh wait, Walt Disney owns 30 percent. Yeah, and then Walt Disney share. just just bought 21st Century Fox. So like now they own 60 percent of it, mm. right? So like that that puts them in a position where they may or may not they could use a lot of Hulu's like infrastructure to yeah. like support their streaming but you might not you might see stuff like disney titles moving from you know netflix or whatever yeah over to hulu their yeah their their contract with netflix is ending in 2019 so right so so enjoy them on netflix while you can all those disney movies yep and i'll just keep giving money to uh both hulu and netflix and uh, i can't i can't do hulu okay i'm not doing hulu why? Because there's not enough on there for you. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't like how. I didn't like how. Paying for the service, you still had ads. Oh, I know you can yeah. pay extra to get rid of them, but I just yeah. I don't like the idea that it's too close to you know cable television for me. Yeah, and I completely forgot. Like Hulu, at some point didn't like they had ads but it was free like you always saw everything right for free right and then they that's had, when like, i liked hulu and then they switched and i stopped then it's like pay it. to get rid of ads right and now it's Which like not only I'll do that pay, pay for the service but then pay a little bit more to get rid of ads and like we're paying the get rid of ads version of it but it's that's always lame yeah it's, they're essentially they, double dipping two things like that oh yeah we don't like we don't like double dippers around here. No double dippers. Yeah, it's just how dare you, party foul. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of companies out here. There's still a lot of companies. There are, and there's still a lot of companies that don't own every other company. <laughs> there are in a lot of markets. There are. So I, I guess the moral of this episode. Because we're we're essentially out of time here. Yeah, I think the moral of this this episode is: do not support people who own both Boardwalk and Park Place. Exactly. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. We can't wait for you to tune in next time. But until then, make sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and BinaryBrothersPodcast.com. 